We are really excited about having all our kids in worship today. Uh, this is a family service, and so sometimes uh, we have family and the kids just end up staying there the whole time, and you're having to feed them things uh, and give them juice upon juice upon juice. Um, so we thought this morning we might do something that's a little old school. Is that okay? So we're going to have a children's moment. How many of you went to a church that had a children's moment in the middle of the service? Okay, that's what we're going to do. So if you're a kid and you are third grade and younger, come on up here. We're going to do a children's moment. Come on up here. All right, if you guys just sit over here, right in this area, that's good. Not too close to me, though. Come on down, come on down. All right, I know you want to see them, but actually I'm the one talking to you, so you should probably show some respect and turn around and look. No, I'm just joking. I'll come this way. All right, so before I start, I want you to know there's nothing in here. Okay, come here, Theo. It's all right. Hey, you want to go sit with mommy? There you go. Here, there you go. Here. You sit. All right. Before I get started, I want to let you guys know there's nothing in here. Okay? And I'm not tricking you. There's nothing in here. But I want you to use your imagination a little bit, okay? So I want you all to take out an imagination box. I want you to get your imagination hat, and I want you to put it on your head. Ready? All right, good. Some of you are already too old for this. All right. <laughs> You're too old for this. This is okay. You're not too old to do this part. If you could ask for one thing that could fit in this box, what would it be? We'll see if this works. Miles? Oh, a drone? You want a drone like your brother's got a drone? One of those? All right. An inside drone? Your parents would love that. All right, Jude? A dog. A dog. We'll have to poke some holes in that one, right? Yeah, that would be good. Who else has one? All right. A little water gun. A little water gun. Okay. Angel son? A short water gun. A short water gun. Good. Anybody else? Yeah. Um, I would want the newest, the latest video game, the, the latest um video game thing, like the latest, like system. Like, system. Yeah. Okay. All right. What would you want? A cat's dog. All right. So you already have a drone. You don't need anything else. All right. Well, last one here. Big giant stuffed animal dog. A big giant stuffed animal dog. What would you name your big giant stuffed animal dog? Lisa. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Now, I want to imagine. Okay, here. Yeah, one last one. A drone. A drone, too? You won't want to? Okay. Maybe you can race each other through Miles' house and see how that goes. Now. I want you to imagine that whatever that is that's in your head that you think you would love if it was in this box. Let's say that you came and you opened it, and there were three of them inside. What would your face look like if you opened 
were three of them inside. You would only need one. Let's, okay, you only need one. So what would you do with the other two? I would pick one up. Harrison, what would you do? Pick one up. You would pick one up. What would you do with the other two? Would you leave them there? Yeah. Leave them there? Okay. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give the other two to somebody else. You give the other two to somebody else? I would sell them for 100 bucks. You would sell them for 100 bucks? Yeah. Oh, America. All right. I'd sell them for 1000 bucks. 1000 bucks? How much was it to start with? All right, in June. I would share them with my family members. Share them with your family members? Okay, last one. What would you do if there were more than one in there? Um, I would um, share um, the one with the other person. Good. You would share the one with the other person. Well, I don't think that uh, you, this is groundbreaking news to you guys, but when we come to Christmas, we've been given a gift, right? And what's that gift? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. He came and he to this earth, and he lived and he died so that we could have a relationship with God. Now, you guys did a great job. You're here in a second, you're going to go back to your seats, but I want you to keep listening because at the end, I want to ask a question. I'm going to need... A couple of you guys to answer it. Is that okay? All right. Good job, kids. All right, head back there. Oh, sorry. Hey, as they're going back, if you guys can turn to First John chapter four, that's where we're going to be today. If you have the U version app in the events tab, uh, the it's going to be there. It's also there on on the screen. Um, as you're turning there, we get in this habit. Of, of saying at Christmas, as we said, that God has given us a gift. And so for us, Christmas turns into this idea of receiving. We receive the gift that God has given to us. And as you read Scripture, it's not wrong, but it's not entirely right either. Because you see, when God gives us something, He expects us to do something with it, doesn't He? And so 1 John chapter 4, we're just going to read this uh, all together. That's why I asked you to follow along, <coughs> starting in verse number 7. It says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. And so we know and rely on the love that God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. 
There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Here's the truth about Christmas, and here's really the truth about our existence as it comes to knowing Jesus. It's we are only capable of doing the things that God calls us to do if we first receive the gift that God gave us. We can't expect to love people unconditionally unless we have accept the unconditional love of God. We can't expect to preach or teach or give peace to situations unless we belong to the Prince of Peace. John goes through here and he lists out, he says, you are called to love one another. And he qualifies it basically by saying, but you can't really do that unless you love God. Unless the love of God has been embedded into your hearts. Because let's be honest, it's hard to love one another. Some of you have already had family dinners where it was really hard to love one another. Some of you aren't going to see that person this year because it was really hard to love one another. It's hard to love broken people as a broken person. And so we can't expect to give love unless we are being filled with love. And here's what we have to understand about Christmas and about our faith. It's that God intended to fill us with whatever quality He is filling us with to the point that we can't contain it. The problem is we treat God like a gas station. We're running on E, and so we pull up, and we fill up, and we get to the full mark, and we stop because we have gotten everything that we need. Yet, throughout Scripture, how many times do we see the words, joy overflowed? Or love abounded. Those are phrases that means it wasn't contained. You see, what God gave to us on Christmas morning, what God gives to us through Jesus, is a love that was supposed to fill us to the point where it spills over into the lives of those who are around us. Here's the the point of today, is that whatever you have found in Jesus is given to you in such a measure and in such excess that it should spill over into the lives of those who are around you. Whatever Jesus has done for you is then meant for you to do to others. Some of you came needing love, and Jesus fills you with love, and He is calling you to be overflowed with love so that other people experience it. Some of you needed peace, and so you came and said, I need this, I I need Christ, and so Jesus gave you so much peace that it was intended for you to spill out into those around you. Some of you, God gave freedom, and you aren't to keep that to yourself. You are to allow that to spill out and go back and get all the other ones who are held captive too. Whatever God has given you It was not meant to be kept to yourself. It's a little bit like opening a gift, expecting a drone and getting three. Or a stuffed animal. This 
gift that God gives us, when we get there, it may look like it's just a baby. Or it may look like it's our salvation. But God intends it for a whole lot more. Today, that's your call. You see, the problem we have, why the Christmas spirit ends on December 27th for a lot of us, is because we just got filled up to what we needed. But when January, March, or June come around, and we're needing to show love, it's only possible if we allow the God who wants to bestow His love on us to fill us to the point that it soaks everything around us. So that it is spreading to the world. And so kids... Like I said, I had one more question for you. If God has given us love, how can we show love to other people? So kids, let me see. You can be a little bit older than third grade, but if God has given us love, how can we show love to other people? You'll have to raise your hand so I can see you. How can we show love to other people? All right. Hug. We can hug people, right? We can show them what. What else can we do? Sound like Darth Vader. Send them letters. You can send them letters, right? You can give them love. Somebody on this side. All right. I'm going to come back here. That's one thing we can do. Show respect and be nice. Show respect and be nice. Yes, that's perfect. All right, Miles, one more. Tell the people about God. We can tell the people about God. We wanted the kids to interact today because it's a family service, but we also wanted them to interact today because here's the truth. We've made something really simple, really hard. We look at the task that we have and we say, that's way too hard for me, and yet a five-year-old and a couple second graders shows us how easy it is. If God has given us whatever He has given us, it is meant to be shared to those who are around us. And so as we prepare now for our time of of invitation, there's really two invitations for us today. The first one is this. The first invitation is this understanding that you cannot love people the way they are called to be loved, unless you go to the source of love. And as we read in John, God is love. You can't expect to be able to give peace to people who are in chaos unless you know the Prince of Peace. And so if that's not you, then you can't expect to be able to go and to do these things. And so we invite you to come this morning and receive the love that God has for you. We invite you to come and to empty yourself and to say, fill me up, fill me up so much that I have no choice but to spread this throughout the world. But the second invitation is for all of us. I know that you already probably have plans today. I know that you are in need of to get somewhere, to get to that family, to get to that dinner. We know that this is a very busy time 
But the invitation for the rest of us today is to make sure that you're overflowing. To restart with God and say, fill me with whatever it is that I need, but then don't keep it to yourself. Nobody needs three drones to themselves. Everyone needs the love that you have inside of you. And so today, if that's you, whether you want to accept Jesus as your first time and and to take his offering of love and forgiveness, we invite you to come forward. If, If you need a refill, if you need someone to pray with you or show you scripture about how God can fulfill the need in your life, we invite you to come forward. Let me pray and then we'll stand. Father, thank you for being so big that we can't contain you. And we were never meant to. We were meant to just show people you. Galatians 2.20 tells us that we no longer live, but Christ lives through us. And so today, we pray that that is true for our lives. Whether that's for the first time making that decision to follow you, or maybe just restarting a fire that's within us, today we pray that we would leave this place change. And Father, this service is going to run a little short today, and so I pray that in the spare time that we might find, that instead of getting places early or rushing here or there, we would just take time to let some of that love overflow into somebody else's life. We thank you that you are love. We thank you for sending Jesus Christ to die on the cross to define what love is. And Father, we thank you that we get to have that love. And we pray today that no one would leave this place without it. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.